One world, one market. Greetings, members of the Planetary Union. I am Communications Officer Asimov, and I have been tasked with introducing this podcast to you. The recording you are about to hear is brought to you by Captain Greggy Hochstetler and First Mates Miranda Fisher, Tim Treese, and alien expert Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Follow at Official Orville on Twitter to see all information dispatches from the crew, and go to officialorville.space to leave a comment on an episode or find links to subscribe to the show or rate and review us on iTunes. The mission is to explore the space. This is the official The Orville Podcast. Goddamn, goddamn, maybe it's those thighs that kill me from time to time. I'm the only one that sends shivers up your spine. Oh, I know how you like it, and I know that you like to ride it. Hey, all you aliens in the Planetary Union, and welcome to the official The Orville Podcast. Uh, as always, I'm your captain, Captain Greggy Hochstetler, uh, and I am joined by the crew. Now, this is <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> quiet, quiet. <laughs> um, we're we're kind of doing we're doing a little bit of a boys' night tonight. Okay, um, Miranda doesn't know we're doing the podcast. Um, we're going to talk about all boys stuff, the stuff boys like, and none of the girls stuff that she's always talking about every episode. We're sick of it. Um, so we're just going to do boys stuff. Uh, welcome to the show, uh, science officer and alien expert, Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Uh, first this time, I, sir, happy Arbor Day. Uh, many uh, close Mars, uh, close Mars encounters to all of my listeners. Maybe a couple of Martians out there up in uh, Mars. Think about it. <laughs> yeah, there could be a Martian. Yeah. Um, uh, and hey, what's oh. up, assholes? What? Wait, oh, what the fuck? No. Oh, get out of here! Oh, no. They heard you us. Can, you think you can do this without me? You're crazy. You think Joe McGirl could replace? Me? They don't. They haven't announced you yet. Yeah. yet. Oh, she's ruined everything. Spoil the surprise. Oh, They're just oh, gonna no. invite Sorry you. To actually, ruin. Sorry to ruin your special podcast that you're doing without me. Oh, this sucks. Fucking dickheads. Yes, uh, uh, we're so sorry. I'm starting my own Orville podcast with my friend Anastasia Vigo. What? What? Please. We're gonna mm-hmm. start our own, and it's gonna kill Toe Top in the charts, and that's Possible. what you deserve. It's gonna be called. The best official Orville yeah. podcast. Oh, no, you can't do that. Okay, you can't. Can I be on your guys' show? Can I no. be on your guys' Joe. show? Hey, Joe. Yeah, Joe. 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 Yeah, Joe, you can come. Yeah. Joe. It even. does sound pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it sounds better than this one. Yeah. Okay, we're um, going to do that. Bye. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Jeez. Well. Uh, <laughs> Damn, that really ruined our boys' night. Oh, oh man. <laughs> Oh, well, I don't know. I guess maybe we can still talk about some boys stuff a little bit, but I don't Joe, are you staying? I guess so. Until I hear otherwise, I'll, I'll stay on this show. Okay. Well, I, whatever. We have the rights. We have the rights to Dr. Lim, uh, Ganonderma, and, uh, oh, God, what else do we have the rights to? Alex Arbor. So, I don't know what they're going to do on their podcast, you know. Are they um, going to really talk just about the Orville? 
I mean, because you can't just talk about the Orville because it's like, it's like an umbrella. It's like mm. a nice umbrella. And the, the rain is other bad, bad shows. Mm, yeah. 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 God, she really, I felt like we were rolling and we were like, <laughs> like we, we had like, like, it was great. And then as always, the women ruins it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. And please welcome to the show. Uh, uh, well, Greg, gender you, gender can, studies can expert clip, can you clip that real quick for joe just clip that like little thing that joe just oh. said so we can kind of show it to them kind of just to like make a soundboard out of it kind of yeah. yeah that's fine i've said worse things on air before <laughs> <laughs> but yeah please welcome to the show joe mcgirl Hey, uh, great to be here to all terrestrials and extraterrestrials out there uh, <laughs> listening like tonight. Yeah. Well, that's great. Um, and last but not least, never least, um, and he knows all about which is most and which is least because he is, of course, the numbers guy, Mr. Tim Treats. Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. Happy Arbor Day. Uh, you you might have heard from Kev. We're not doing Alex Arbor Day. Uh, that's <laughs> Rand's favorite thing. We actually don't really like it, so... Yeah. It's, it's boys' night, you know. <laughs> boys' night. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow! Cool. I wonder what they're talking about right now. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that in this boys' club, the password to get in is taking down your pants and uh, <laughs> proving you got the goods. So. <laughs> That's at a... least three inches <laughs> yes. of protrusion to get into this club. <laughs> yep. And yeah, I did get the ruler out earlier. I do qualify, so don't <laughs> even try counts. to troll me. Girth yeah, counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like to do uh, you know volume, you know at least three inches of volume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so this week, what are we talking about? We're not. We're not talking about the Oroville, first of all. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Oroville. Even before the girls came in and ruined the whole podcast, we weren't planning on talking about the Oroville. Uh, because, of course, all the episodes have aired already. Um, there's no news. I guess you you could talk about like the trailer for season two or something if you want it. There was a Comic-Con thing or... Mm, Whatever. There's trash. lots of stuff, but we don't want to talk about it. I actually do have news about the Oroville. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, this is, this is actually yeah, this is breaking. Uh, it's an exclusive. Uh, it's an exclusive Orville season two tease, wow. uh, and that the Orville is going to get a new captain. No what? way! Oh, wait, what? Who? Yeah. How is that possible? I can't even. How well, can he? I can't reveal my sources, but I have it on pretty good authority that uh, none other than Mr. Will Smith will be taking over as uh, the Helm wow. of the Wow. What? This is a toe-top exclusive. <laughs> oh, and Jada, Jada led him? Yeah, Jada is letting him take care of the Orville. She's wow. strict. Yeah, yeah. You've seen his kids? I, He's got I've them, seen like, all of them. Like freaking military <laughs> sergeants, and he's not playing a character. It's going to be Will Smith. Oh, so oh, like oh, okay. they actually get a new captain? Yeah. So why are they still going to call it the Orville without Captain Orville? Well, uh, that remains to be seen. I, I don't have that scoop. I just got that Will Smith is coming to the Orville. Hmm, wow. That is hot, hot news. So that's hot news. Um, 
And that's stuff that you'll only get on Toe Top with me. Uh, holy cow. So, so is this show going to – I'm sure you don't know too much, but is this show <laughs> going to follow uh, like a different ship now? Or is it is it like – are we gonna just going to follow wherever uh, Orville went? Uh, I, I see that. That I don't know. Because I don't care if Will Smith's <laughs> – I don't care what he's doing. I don't care about him at all. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll just have to see what happens. But I'm excited for – you know, I, since they're – since Alara won't be in season two, they're bringing in Will Smith to kind of pick up her slack. I see. Oh, sorry. Hold on, guys. My, I got a, I got a phone call from my boss. So. Okay. Okay. All right. As long as it's Orville related. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Hey, what's up, man? Should we leave this in? Good, good. Sorry, I just got your call. I was actually thinking Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this is the good stuff that you don't get anywhere else. Yeah, I was considering just keeping going, but you, we can kind of hear him a little bit, and I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's gone. Um, so it's interesting that Will Smith is still alive in the, in the 400 years from now in the Orville. Well, I mean, with all the great technology that Seth has brought into that world, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that uh, Will Smith was... I mean, our our beloved Hollywood actor, we would want to keep him around for as long as possible. And and so I definitely think that there... Whether it was a, a state of, you know, deep sleep or, or some transferring of consciousness or something like that... Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just excited for the possibilities that that'll bring. Well, and he, <coughs> Sorry about that. He keeps, oh, no, his mind, <laughs> uh, he keeps his mind and body pure uh, through the magic of Scientology, too. Yeah. Right. So he doesn't yeah, have any I, I don't know if I believe in it. I don't know if I believe in it, but a lot of that tech can kind of be empirically proven, I think. And um, mm-hmm. that can really keep you alive a long time. And I think they're starting to weaponize it. Really? Yeah, like uh, Scientology is also moving into um, arm arming themselves uh, for the upcoming war against the lesser religions. I heard they're doing a lot of invisibility stuff, so they can just kind of yeah. They've been working a lot on cloaking. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's like because that's like their way of saying, "Oh, it's not a weapon," you know, like it's not going to hurt anybody. I'm like, well, you know, you see me naked, so. How do you think right. I feel? And you know, I, like in Vietnam, they didn't, you know, they were using Agent Orange. They're like, gas mm-hmm. isn't a weapon mm-hmm. until they weaponize it. Yeah. That's a very good point, Kevin. Yeah. I was actually just talking about Agent Orange earlier today. Uh, bad stuff. Just all around. <laughs> kind of a misstep. Yeah, I don't like it either. Kind of a misstep. In my I'm opinion. on the fence. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to take the pro on this one, guys. <laughs> I, I think it was a clear mistake. Um, but you know, I, you know, Tim's one of those whatever it takes to win kind of guys. So exactly, you know, ends justify the means kind of a deal. You know, he's the, the numbers guy. He's cold the and calculating. Yeah. yeah, you just got to take. What you know? How how could it even be like? Agents are good, right? Mm-hmm. Agents mm-hmm. are good, and mm-hmm. oranges are great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? Suddenly it's bad. <laughs> I mean, when, oh, when yeah. did we change the rules of Guys. language? Uh, no, I can't do it. I was going to say something about the president being angel. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you're not going uh, to now. <laughs> no, I can't. 
That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, now, speaking of Scientology and you know great or- organizations and stuff, um, something that we've been getting into a lot lately is, of course, that little red mushroom, mm-hmm. Ganoderma, brought to us by Dr. Lim and the DXN Corporation. Um, it's not a pyramid. It's a. Uh, it's a. a, a Success it's triangle. A, yes, it's a multi-step. Exactly. Um, it's kind of like if there was like four stairways all leading to the same point. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like oh. an escalator to your dreams, really. Wow! <laughs> I just but, thought of that. That's cool. That's it's just. It's important to call out. It's not a pyramid. There are no mummies in it. I promise it is 100% mummy-free mushroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's it's not even like a physical thing, which is a lot of people are going. They're going out to Giza. They're going out to, uh, you know, the Aztec and Mayan uh, homelands looking for the DXN Ganoderma pyramid. They're looking for the bottom of Dr. Lim's feet up against the uh, Saharan sun. Uh, but they don't see it. You know, they think, wow, I wasted $4,000. I brought my whole family and we are not, you know, and I'm just like, oh, use that 4,000, give it to me, I'll get you going with the right stuff you need. We've got spirulina, we've got like some other stuff. We've got the Ganoderma root, the Ganoderma fruit. We've got spores. <laughs> we've got, I have all, spores. whatever spores you need, I got them. <laughs> yeah, I've grinded this stuff into powder so often that I'm getting it confused with my other powders. The loose powders I have in my house, it's, it's becoming... Yeah. So you may even be... You may think, oh, I'm just putting some Ganoderma on my tea. You may also be getting rid of ants in your body, if you have ants in your body. Uh, <laughs> the powders I have will get rid of those. Um, Kevin, uh, yeah, I, so, I went over to Kevin's house the other day, and he's got he's got powder outside of his powder room you guys yeah. <laughs> wow. so much it's yeah. everywhere over there i, I, I like like kevin lebron james in my house <laughs> tossing that stuff up in the air man kev had me over the other night he was like tim you got to come over i'm gonna make you dinner we're good friends we do this pretty often <laughs> so i don't have to say it it's just it's a normal thing for us to do he's like i'm gonna make you some chicken curry so what happens he gets that curry powder it's labeled curry powder. It's Ganoderma power. Let's just say we were up till 5 a.m. creating new ways to like talk about pyramids and stuff. It was a good night. And at the end of the night, my curry recipe was perfected, okay? Because Tim's, Tim's been telling me for, for months, this is trash. I don't know why I keep coming over. You're, over, you're overcooking the chicken. There's no curry. There's no curry paste in here. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. I'm not Indian, you know? And uh, But Tim, we got this Ganoderma flowing. We opened up a, a recipe book. And we followed a recipe, and then we had, like, the perfect chicken curry. Mm, no chicken, no curry. <laughs> but, man. Ganoderma and well, coffee <laughs> over cereal. It's all in your mind. I'm not allowed over Kevin's anymore. Well, you know why. Are we yeah. okay saying this on air? Yeah, I think someone has to. Yeah, I mean, it was... I, I left my Legos out and Kevin stepped on one. Yeah, my foot fucking hurts, dude. Yeah. You it's know, my own it's my own damn okay. fault. Well you come into my house and I say, take your shoes off, put them to the side here. Okay? So that's like that that's I, just a I respect say, thing. Do yeah. I have to say also don't leave your Legos on the floor because I'm gonna be walking around barefoot? Yeah. You know? I don't know. No, I know. I fucked up. I, I fucked know. up. 
I'd like to say I'm over it, but clearly you bring it up and I just get mad again. So. Yeah. I feel like maybe maybe there's something else here because it's been, what, three, four times now that I've left Legos on Kev's toilet seat and he yeah. still allows me over. You're leaving. That's an accident, Tim. You're, <laughs> you're leaving yeah. Legos. You're... You're no, to... yeah, don't don't try and cover for me, Tim. Uh, I made a mistake. I left my Legos out on the floor, and I had to learn from it. It's been, God, four or five years now. But I, mean, I was playing Godzilla. I was trying to be Lego Stomper, and uh, <laughs> this was part of the game. I said, Joe, leave your Legos around the floor. Build buildings. I want to come around and stomp them later after you leave. Well, I made an almost two-scale model the, of the Empire The structural State integrity of these buildings was so strong that my feet were just gnarled and gashed at the end yeah i should have known better you kind of gotta let kev win when he's on his games yeah you gotta gotta make that's the trick to being friends you gotta make it easy for him well that's what i learned so when you're playing basketball he's so bad at basketball (laughs) but i need to pretend that i don't even know how to dribble You probably shouldn't be listening to this, Kev. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's what Boys Night is about, though. Hard truths and harder mm-hmm. friendships. Yeah, emotional mm-hmm. vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Steel sharpens steel, like in the friendship game. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's you know, deep. our friendship is like the whetstone of life. It's just always getting sharper. Do you guys know what I mean? Yeah, how oh, whetstones yeah, the wet is stones. the sharpest thing in my kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I do feel good about saying that thing I said. <laughs> no, yeah, because it's smart. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, guys, we're not here to talk about whetstones all day. Um, Ugh, we, I wish. <laughs> we want to tell the people about the 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 true religion the the one the one world one market the one thing you need to know well it's not a religion DXN. no 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 i mean not no not really kind of <laughs> i mean dr lim is a god he's well i don't know if he's a god but i would say maybe like a, a second coming of maybe jesus christ or something it's like a demigod yeah. at least yeah hercules he definitely <laughs> has like divine power mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah. Oh, and by the way, Joe also knows about Ganoderma. Um, he's actually where we learned about it. I, I heard him uh, humming the song, the One World, One Market song one day. I was like, well, Joe, what is that song? It's so good. And I, oh, yeah, I, I've been on this for almost 20 years now and trying to just spread the word. Finally, you know, I'm glad it's reaching a broader platform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, thanks for signing me up under you, Joe. It's been just a whirlwind of success and uh, my my pleasure is your pleasure <laughs> you know I, I i don't feel like i'm a success unless the people below me and it's not like below me in like a pyramid type way it's just like no, no, you, no. Know, you know like it's downstream it, sure mm-hmm. like smoke rises and so does my success from you you know it's i don't know i feel good about saying that too <laughs> no that's good i love <laughs> it <laughs> I like to call Joe our hot air balloon, and we are <laughs> yes. we are under him, and we are getting, building this fire, you know, to fill up yeah. this balloon, let it rise. And when we rise, we get to see beautiful things, beautiful sights, uh, mountains to our left, oceans to our right, 
Mm. Bring them both together. <laughs> we got freaking all night. You know? <laughs> yeah, I love that. Thanks. Thank That's, you for for saying that. That's smart. Yeah. Maybe one day, you know, we'll probably we might go as high as heck outer space. <laughs> wow. Well, you're gonna have to uh, kind of like enclose it, <laughs> uh, the hot air balloon. All right. Okay. We can talk about that off. <laughs> we don't like right now. You're right. Yeah. Well, one place we're definitely going tonight is to the top with mm-hmm. DXN. Uh, we've got a great song for you tonight. You thought "One World, One Market" was the only Ganoderma song out there. Well, you were wrong. You fucking idiot. Um, I'm sorry to say that to you. I do love you. You're a great listener. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. But when you thought that was the only Ganoderma song, though, that was so fucking stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You should have. Why did you think that? Because, I mean, if there's one song, it stands to reason someone else could write another song, you guys. Yeah. And if you thought that and there wasn't a song, we could just make a song and make you feel like the dumbest guy alive. Or girl. Or girl. Girls can be stupid, too. Yeah, well, no, girls can't listen to this one, boys' night. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, but anyway, so, yeah, th- so this song is the corporate hymn of DXN. So, um, usually hymns I think of as, like, a, th- a church thing, you know, which kind of brings us back to the religion with Dr. Lim and everything. Uh, but this is not a religion, really. It's a company. It's a one of the best companies in the world, I'd say. And uh, it's it's kind of a cool thing to think of, you know. Mm-hmm. You sing in a hymn, mm-hmm. and you're a work. Well, I mean, working with Ganoderma never really feels like work, but uh, I don't know where I'm going with this. But anyway, this song is great. <laughs> We're gonna listen to it. We're gonna talk about it. And uh, here we go. I'm gonna. Well, I, I like okay. uh, I like corporate hymns, like in particular. You've got ba da ba ba ba. I'm loving it. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, what else do you have? Like a good neighbor, State Farm State is there. Farm is there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you guys know this one. This is probably the most popular hymn, and I won't. Don't even have to say the words. <laughs> Give me back my brother's blood. <laughs> the, the, the old yeah. Red Cross Red jingle. Cross. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Give me back my brother's blood. My brother's blood was stolen in vain. <laughs> Who could forget uh, that? <laughs> I've crossed the seas high and low. <laughs> Give me back his blood for yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I made up that last part. That's yeah. not the real <laughs> But that was good. I mean, that's a good example of like why anyone would think there can only be one Ganoderma song because you just made that up for, you know, just right off the top of your head. There's always songs being written um, every second of every day. And I think um, this this just goes to show, I mean, how 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 rapid the growth of Ganoderma is, is going to be and, and all the all the great songs that are going to come out of this. Yeah. I think we're, we're truly entering sort of like mm-hmm. the Beatles uh, uh, Britpop invasion. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see something similar mm-hmm. with Gen-pop. this. Camp hop, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, I've been I've been DMing uh Alex Arbor about it. I would love to get a Ganoderma song from him. That wow. would be so good. legendary crossover. Man. Could we uh could we fund that or something? We you should think? start a Kickstarter. Yeah. Those yes. are doing good. 
Kickstarters. <laughs> Kickstarter needs a Kickstarter. Oh, Tim! The chains are off. Man. Uh, Ruthless. It's like we'll have to go to GoFundMe, guys. <laughs> uh, but here, let me start guys, playing I think, this. Song. Uh, I think GoFundMe needs to have a GoFundMe for themselves. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I didn't know that we Whoa, had a uh, Roastmaster okay. General Jeffrey Ross on the show tonight. <laughs> don't do me. Just don't do me. <laughs> and the joke wouldn't work for you because you're not a thing like that. Yeah. Uh, Looks like Kev needs to have a Kev. See, it doesn't <laughs> make sense. Doesn't yeah. work. No, that's actually pretty good. I could use a Kev. Two Kevs, yeah. eh? <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Oh. <laughs> Twice the chicken curry. Ah, I'm just imagining it. <laughs> imagine throwing like, you know, w- what you do is you wet a little Ganonderma, you put a little egg in it, you roll it up like a ball, and then you just sit across the room with your legs spread. No reason. And you just throw, <laughs> and you just throw the little ball into each other's mouth. And you know, if you if you make it in another person's mouth, you score. But if you also catch in your mouth, you score. So it's normally a tie game at the end. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. So this is the part where someone needs to do an animation of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) With like a scoreboard there. It's always the same number. Yeah. But delete delete that part. Send that as kind of like an under... Send Tim's message as kind of like undertone, if you can do that on the editing. Because I don't want people to feel like they have to, you know, start edit, start drawing stuff. Or no, what you could do is when I said the thing that I just said, you can draw a picture of yourself hearing it and then thinking, yes. I need to draw okay. it. And then for this part, it can be even like another yeah, layer. Delete this. And then now you're drawing now you're drawing Greggy deleting it. <laughs> can so, I be in the drawing? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll get you in there. Okay. Okay. So I'm like I got like a I don't know maybe like a funny like a funny hat on or something no. <laughs> I don't know or like a like like Kevin drew like a kick me sign and uh, yeah put, I, put it on me uh, that could be wanna, that could be fun I don't want it to be silly a little hazing <laughs> a little f- first time on toe top hazing yeah. Okay, I put don't a know, bucket I on just, your head. We put a bucket maybe, on your I'm, head. I'm getting ahead of myself. Bats. We can make them separate videos. Like we, I mean, it's, pe- pe- I know, I know. People are already thinking, "It's like, God, oh, this guy's so good. It's his first time." <laughs> like, oh, maybe he should be a co-host. <laughs> it's like, ah, you know, ah, that's no, what they, they're saying. What the they early haven't, you know, what I haven't heard yet. Where's Miranda? That's what I haven't heard yet from the <laughs> listeners. Nobody's asking yeah. that yet. Nobody's missing her. Yeah. yeah. No. Literally, no one has said that yet. Mm-hmm. We've all been thinking it, but yeah, I mean, that's brave. No, seriously though, if you want to draw Joe, you have to draw what happened last night, which he was asleep. I snuck into his room, <laughs> <laughs> took my pants off, pulled my butt cheeks apart, squatted right over his face, and then yelled fire. <laughs> 
It was a good prank. <laughs> Welcome to the team, bro. <laughs> Everyone gets it done, you know? Yep. Nobody escapes. Uh, unlucky for Tim, I hadn't eaten that night. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Gotta... People don't really like this kind of talk I found. <laughs> okay, like, okay. Talking about eating ass is like kind of like I, a, a. I heard teens like doing that. So I was just trying to appeal to the broader market. Yeah, it's the yeah. Snapchat generation, you know? The eighth grade. Yeah. I just I saw that movie. Oh, yeah. Tim, how uh, was it? <laughs> Um, honestly, um, what people I feel like aren't saying is that it actually really captures like what it means to be an eighth grade in 2018. Wow. That's so nice. Yeah. It's just like, it's honest. It's an honest portrayal and they weren't afraid to go for that R rating either, despite the fact that eighth graders wouldn't be able to see it as much. And that was Bo Burnham. Yeah, the guy from um, that country song, right? Yes, yes. And like the U2. Oh, God. What's such a talent? Such a talent. And he's what? He's still only like 18 years old, right? He's a millennial. Yeah. Um, It has to be said. He is. Well, God bless him. God bless his family. God bless the troops. (laughs) (laughs) All of them. Mm-hmm. It was see- really nice of it was nice of Bo to donate all of the uh, earnings from that movie to the troops. I thought, wow, that and was so brave to come. When that to eighth do. year old, when that eighth grade girl joins the army and takes out those freaking freaking, I don't want to say who they are. There's some from <laughs> one of these countries. That's that's not, the part I didn't like. Yeah, yeah. It was a little, it was a little heavy handed when yeah, they just thought, ended it. With her saying, I'll kill you, ISIS. Yeah. She's like, but she's like, and anybody. And, you know, she said, when she looked at camera, says, it doesn't have to just be ISIS. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Okay. And and then her dad's there and it's like, and he's like, look, we should be able to put our own kids in the war. There are kids, you know, like we should. And I, what? I can't blame him. That girl is a nuisance. The part where she's just like covered in blood and she just says, man, I, I love killing people. Yeah. I just enjoy it. And then uh, in the theater, when that happened, a lot of old people got like really upset and some people actually left. And it's just like people don't get millennials, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pussies. <laughs> well, these baby boomers, they're all freaking so old. They're going to die any minute now. So Ugh. we don't even have to worry about anything they think about because they're dead. I got an app on my phone that counts down until all the baby boomers die. <laughs> it's called Baby Doomers. <laughs> baby Two Sooners. <laughs> there was the my abs. I know I have so many favorite parts in this movie, but my absolute favorite part is when she looks over at the guy that she's fighting in the foxhole, and she's like. This right here is a real war. None of that pussy Vietnam fucking Korea <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's cool. And it was the war on Christmas. And I, think that's a, I think that's such a powerful stance for Bo to take. Is like there is a war on Christmas, and it's finally us millennials that are coming up to fight it. It was the just part, an interesting take. The yeah. part where she's doing the. Um, instagram live stream and she like has the uh i won't say what country he's from but the prisoner of war will just say <laughs> tied up in the chair in that shed in that desert scene you remember and mm. she just has it on selfie mode she's just and she just shoots him in the face 
mm-hmm. and she just makes a duck face and it's like millennials, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Savage so many things lit. to unpack there. <laughs> I really appreciate it. They, they went with squibs and stuff, not CGI blood because that looks so fake. Mm-hmm. Bo has a strong vision for this movie. I think. Hey man, Bo Ooh. knows. <laughs> And, and the part where it switches to black and white was actually because they ran out of the correct dye coloring for the for the blood. So they had to switch to black and white in that area. So it looks like blood, but really it's uh, – I think they use just like uh, soda pop or something. They worked in like as a plot element that blood was carbonated now. Yeah. Yeah. She would like touch it. <laughs> And be like still bubbling <laughs> because I mean at the core eighth grade is this it's this dystopian <laughs> sci-fi movie and I really think like he captures this in such a new way for a generation to everybody's see. drinking soda mm-hmm. right it's and what is that saying about us you know I I switched to the uh, soda stream um, so I'm just getting you know my seltzer water but I flavor it. Um, because you know all those sugars and that's so bad for you and it really does turn your blood into thick syrupy uh carbonated grossness and and i think having that that epic climax in this movie where um the eighth grader is fighting the big uh essentially uh yeah yeah what'd you say kev (laughs) Thought you were about to say Snorlax. I don't know. I was gonna say Snorlax. <laughs> I went with a you different big, Pokemon. You said big, sn- and I'm like, ah, it's got to be Snorlax <laughs> because yeah. I didn't Snorlax. So I, I think that eighth I think that was in that. the director's cut. Yeah, I'm not sure that was in the, or at least in my, my movie that I saw, it was different. There's the part also talking about Pokemon where uh, she hacked into Pokemon Go and then put like a, a really valuable Pokemon in the middle of a minefield. And then everyone's just like walking out and exploding. Yeah. That says so much about millennials. And then she yeah. looks at camera again. She goes, well, they were future terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're talking about a lot of the stuff we liked about the movie. Um, there was some stuff I didn't like. Like, I didn't like uh, like the Frank look at sex. Um, that, you know, these, these young... Gross. Right. It was so gross. I mean, not needed, not necessary, not a good part of the um i didn't like how how these little kids were like swearing and stuff that wasn't good um i didn't like like too edgy i thought just stick to like uh the 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 shootings and the war stuff (laughs) let's let's not let's not just like stuff that we we as americans know and love like if yeah. this was if they took out all the sweary bad stuff and just maybe did the plot of dog days, like maybe in between. I don't know what the plot of that is, but it seems like a really nice wholesome movie. And just do dog days mixed with it's kind of like a Megan Levy kind of uh, uh, <laughs> movie, you know, dog days and then war because uh-huh. uh, that's the kind of movie I like. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I, you know, I had this conversation with um, my wife the other day. We were talking about Lady Bird, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't mm. connect to it because, you know, they're, they're talking about, you know, the teens and schools and things, and and I relate to teens and schools being shot. Like that is something that I can connect to as an American. It's as American as apple pie. It's just people in school getting killed, and they just didn't. There wasn't anything for me to grab onto. It felt more like a fantasy flick to me. Mm-hmm. That's why in eighth grade, that's 
this is actually in eighth grade that scene where they're preparing for a school shooting at the beginning <laughs> we all loved that right yes well, well, yeah, well she was I, like, I did see this then, movie and it was scary when she said was, lock and load and you know <laughs> she said ride or die bitch i think <laughs> It was a little bit of a Chekhov's gun thing for me. It didn't. I didn't like it. Like, okay, they're setting up. They're preparing for a school shooting at the beginning. I want there to be a school shooting by the end, you know? I didn't like that part. But then I did like the part where there was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Damn and then it. she, like, the you know, it's these, like, Russian guys coming in. And, and then she's, <laughs> like, the, I didn't like the part where she seduced the one to, you know. Wow! Well, shoot himself in the she penis. We'll she just say her, she remembered her training, and <laughs> that kind of like overtakes you. So I, I didn't think of it. I just saw her as like an agent who we all like. We all like agents, and <laughs> uh, she's just doing her job. Oh, and she had orange hair. Do you think that was like a? <laughs> like wow! A I never thought about it like that, but it does kind of come full circle. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, no, me neither. But it sounds good. Actually, I was lying. I wanted to be cool. I haven't seen it either. What? Man, I'm not even sure like what it is. <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> I thought we were just talking about the concept of eighth grade. Yeah, because you said everybody's eighth grade experience is different. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. We can all agree to that. For me, I was just like. Like, I'm just going to be honest, it was a lot of sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of sex and a lot of volleyball, I'll tell you that much. And learning about planets. We did that in eighth grade, too. Oceanography. Uh, dissected a frog. Oh, yeah. 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 So. Let's nothing- dissect this song, you know? <laughs> Okay, but yeah, we're going to listen to this song, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Okay, so first of all, like this is a hymn, right? This sounds like a hymn so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like I'm a really her wondering. to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Boys night. Boys night. <laughs> Anything goes. Uh, yeah, so I'm wondering, like, if I didn't know anything about Ganoderma, I would be thinking, oh, they're going to be talking about Gaddy here in a second. Um, and in a way, they're right, I would say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely yeah they're searching for the light um kind of like that saharan sun at the top of the the egyptian pyramid (laughs) Um, looking for dr Lim, and they haven't found him yet and right here i'm thinking this is a very very sad song (laughs) yeah uh well it gets happier so here i'll go ahead and play the second clip here we go Family 
Okay, now this mm. I really like. Okay. That was beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Um, I always thought uh, because I, I I've lost my family. A lot of uh, listeners know this. Um, my parents uh, they had a, a murder of suicide pact. Um, they left a note said they wanted to get away from me, <laughs> um, and they took my brother and sister with them. And uh, it's been sad. It's been hard for me, like growing up and stuff. Um, this was when I was four, and uh, you know, I kind of uh, it, it took a while for me to feel like I could ever have another family, you know. But then I found Ganoderma, um, and I said to my wife and children, I said, "I finally <laughs> have a family." <laughs> Thanks to Doctor Lin. <laughs> A yeah, global so, family. That's yeah, so exactly. nice. Yeah, because you, like your wife and kids, they're all white. Yeah, it's like let's get global. It's twenty. Let's be millennials. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think local, act global. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking hate how white. <laughs> Man, it, in a way, it, in a way, it's my fault for marrying a, a fucking white honky bitch like my wife, but. <laughs> <laughs> if only my, like if, if for some reason okay, I don't want to get into it too early but if, if say we we attend enough 5D events uh, maybe we could like access some sort of time travel where we can get you back before you meet the you know the white devil and kind of just like, <laughs> kind of find your family first you know your true family mm. first and isn't it crazy how it was like it was like almost like the second your lips touched that tea as it rolled down your throat, it was like the entire Ganoderma family was like filling every part of your body and all that light shot out of your fingertips mm. and you spun mm. around and chopping down trees. You're in the woods, you're like, jump, 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 jump. And freaking like you, you felt like you were like, Am I floating? And you're like, No, I'm not. But I do have a family and they're all around the world. And you beheaded that deer too. Yes, and you put it on, and you came to the local town, and you said, "I am God now." Here's the head of the beast, and you threw it in at the judge. <laughs> and he said, I, th- "I thought no one would ever find this deer who's been killing all the chickens." And then they said, "Now you can make your curry." Man, yeah, when that happened. I just felt so full of love because of Ganoderma, Dr. Lim, the DXN family. Um, And we haven't talked so much about DXN on previous episodes, but that is the name of the corporation we're all a part of. Um, And if you want to get in on it, uh, definitely DM me on Twitter. Um, You probably want to get under me because I'm I'm the biggest highest. Well, after Joe, but right. um, you you wouldn't want to get with Joe because he's he's really busy with uh, DXN and stuff. I've, yeah, I'm, I'm not taking on any any new members anyway. Uh, you know, I've got my hands full with you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
He's <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep this guy in check. Forget it. Oh, my oh, God. Man. Oh, uh, boy. Running around, I'm running around like this guy. So I'm like, hey, get over here. You know, he's just like, a, like my like son a... with his like little pants off. I'm trying to chase him around the house. Yeah. Why is that? Put your pants on. Mom's coming soon. <laughs> uh, Can't let mom see you naked. Yeah. We got to cover up all those cuts you got. <laughs> 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 so yeah definitely get at greggy don't send me any dms on twitter yeah i, I mean or know how to use the thing <laughs> or kevin or tim if you want but probably me yeah you you may think we're not we weren't like putting up any kind of front or anything it's just that like you know and now that we mentioned we're part of the dxn corporation family it's it's just that when you are um, you know, dealing with people's health and you're dealing with their well-being, you want to be as gentle as possible. You don't want to say, oh, we have a uh, huge corporate backing. Um, we make so much money and blah, blah. No, you don't want to tell – you want to say, first and foremost, how can I get you feeling uh, healthy and financially carefree? Mm. And and then once they say, okay, it's just from this this Ganoderma, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You tell them all about Ganoderma, and then you start bringing in the figures. Then you start letting them know that you are an LLC, you are backed. Uh, you know, you cannot be tried in court. It would, the corporation <laughs> would be sued. Um, it wouldn't be like if a family. There is anything. Yeah, I wouldn't feel like a family if you were just like, oh, hey, we're part of a corporation. It's like, no, I'm your brother. I'm going to sue my mom, right? No. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk yeah. about this issue, and she's no, in like, charge. We're like the Wahlberg family. Just like uh, it. Um, and this is our Wahlbergers. <laughs> what a lovely dream. <laughs> the American family. Mm. They're the closest thing we have to the Royals. <laughs> yes. You know, Mark Wahlberg actually uh, done just as much damage to the Vietnamese as Agent Orange. <laughs> Just kidding. It pales in comparison, folks. He only he only one man. I mean, guys, for that one guy, though. Yeah. If you ask that one, if your sample size is one, you say, "What's affected you more, Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg or Agent Orange?" Well, that guy beauty, is definitely. Yeah, and the beauty of Ganoderma, it's like it really all for one one for all kind of deal like the you know we could save a million lives with ganoderma but we're also focused on saving the one and that's something i've kind of been thinking it has nothing to do with mission impossible five i saw it recently but it has nothing to do with that but i'm like we, oh we, kev how was it it was really good actually oh i'm so glad tom no. cruise is not in dxn but i feel like he's like you know, I feel like he's like the 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 crazy uncle of of DXM though. You know, he's kind of, and he's not like like uncle by like blood. He's like you know your dad's best friend that you just call uncle, and he's a little crazy, he's loopy, he's out there, but he's still part of the family. You know, yeah, he's the uncle that your dad met in jail. He did him one favor one night, and now he's always like, "You owe me, like you you owe me for this." <laughs> And your dad's like, he well, I mean, one cigarette. <laughs> he was like, I really needed that ciggy. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's crazy how that one cigarette, you know, the amount of things you can make a guy do for, 
on the cigarette. It's the most expensive cigarette my dad's ever bought, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Well, God bless Tom Cruise and the uh, the whole Mission Impossible family. <laughs> yeah, I forgot where I was going with that uh, originally. But, uh, um, all for one and one for all kind of a hurrah. Yeah, hurrah. Yeah, 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 that's kind of what it is, yeah. Yeah, so uh, if one person um, – yeah, no, let's just cut it off where you said it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here, let me play this next clip because it's got a really good part. Here we go. <laughs> With love and care, we share the weight of hell. With faith and trust, we build a way of work. One world, one market. Hell yeah! One world, yes. one market. Yes! That's what I wanted to hear. <sighs> I feel like that's going to be the new We Are the World. <laughs> one world. Yeah. We are one world. Yeah. One market. You know, and it's not just a market of, um, you know, like selling products. It's a market of ideas. It's a market of love. It's a market of mm. um, just trust, trusting family. Yeah, all those things. So It's the family um, market. You go and you. If, if you were like going to a farmer's market and they said, no, we don't have any food or vegetables or fruits we have love we have trust mm. we have caring and i think you'd be like okay i'll be back every sunday uh for the next year mm. um and that's kind of what ganon derma is it's like we don't have cucumbers we have a shoulder to cry on you know mm-hmm. we don't and have chicken. we have ganon derma we, we don't have chicken Gan- but we do have a nice home cooked meal, and maybe that actually is chicken. I don't know. <laughs> no one can tell at this point. It's anybody's guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. we don't have you know we don't have pumpkins. You know, everyone's always like, "Where's the pumpkins?" Oh, the give me pumpkin. We don't yeah. have, just want we the seeds. Yeah, yeah, we don't have pumpkin seeds either. But what we have is just a warm little cottage in the woods where you're always welcome. And maybe there's pumpkins out by there. There definitely are. There could if, be, if but we, they're not here. If it's seasonal, yeah, they'll be there. I mean, right. And if it's and if it's peak season, yeah, we will bring them to the market. So sure. there will be pumpkins on the market, but only we've got peak. squash. Yeah, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. that it's but, March right now, so of course we don't have pumpkins. Right, like pumpkins. It's an unreasonable much. thing to come for. Uh-huh. And the farmers market never has all the stuff you need anyway. You're going to the grocery store later. <laughs> So, it doesn't yeah, matter, yeah. so it's fine yeah. if it doesn't have uh-huh. if it just yeah, has like, love and stuff. It's got the. It, I go to the <laughs> I go to the freaking farmers market and I'm like, okay, uh, I need uh, pencils and paperweight. <laughs> I'm at the wrong store, <laughs> so then I have to go to Office Depot. <laughs> I'm like, why does the farmers market exist sometimes? But but then we're getting love from Office Depot. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. You know. Well, sometimes um, I just have been broken up with with a girl I'm seeing or whatever, and I just need a shoulder to cry on. Then I show up at Office Depot. I'm like, "Excuse me, where's the aisle with shoulders to cry on?" And then I'm like, "It's so embarrassing. They're like, you got to go to the yeah. farmers market for that." Yes, yeah, specifically the the DXN uh, <laughs> right farmers market. Yeah, in this poor. <sighs> Yeah. Guys, boys night, man. This is oh, great. Boys night. Hey, guys, guys. I could just, guys, a, I could just ima- imagine Miranda being like, no, no, stop it, guys. Stop it. Guys, We're not talking about this. Be honest. Have you guys been farting a lot this whole time? I haven't stopped since we started recording. <laughs> I would, 
I have to tell you, I was just about to fart, and then Miranda joined, and I was like, I kind of like, you know, like held it in. And I've been having like some really bad kind of like stomach pains in my lower ab area since then. So, Kev, um, buddy, let her rip. <laughs> I'm trying to. <laughs> hey, Kev, uh, this is uh, this is Tower here. Uh, permission to fart. <laughs> hey, uh, Kev. This is uh, President Obama in the <laughs> in the control tower, um, and uh, I just wanted control. to say. <laughs> uh, anyway, so here we go. Here's clip number four. <laughs> we are getting connected. Stay focused in one mind. In unity, we will enshrine. Say hello to the rising sun. Yeah, then it has like a little musical breakdown. They go over the first verse again. And uh, then there's a, a big breakdown. It's really good, but we're not going to get to that yet. Um, I just wanted to say, see you at the top with DXN. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. I-, I like when it says, say hello to the rising sun. That's kind of a shout out to the Japanese empire. And uh, I think that's very kind of them to do. Um, because It's interesting because I don't think Dr. Lim is even, he's not Japanese. No, but um, he's one of the few who respect the Japanese, and I appreciate that. Well, and you got to respect if you're trying to make one world, one market. I mean, that's one of the best attempts in history was the mm-hmm. Japanese Empire. Yep. Mm. They got to <laughs> one world, uh, I think, three markets at the time. They mm-hmm. got it down to. Yeah. I, you know, it says, um, I think in the last line, it says, like, we're getting connected, or maybe it was this mm-hmm. one. And uh, it really does connect you to other people. Like I said before, the minute it touches your lips. And, um, and I felt like a rush from like, like I can feel the sun rising in Japan from here in America. You know, mm-hmm. like I can feel it rising, touching the skin of my DXN brothers and sisters mm. in, uh, in the island empire. Um, mm. And that's just a beautiful feeling to like be sleeping, and then you're like, "What the hell? It's like the sun's out." You know, uh, it's rare, and uh, it reminds me of when my grand great grandfather um, was fighting in World War II, and uh, he I was, remember that too. He was. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the story of my great grandfather in World War II. And that's how Magneto got his powers in the X-Men yeah. universe. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. He was he was a little kid in the concentration camps, and he got Ganoderma sprinkled on him, and suddenly he could move things with mm-hmm. you know. I mean, that's that's now that's the FDA a makes very say, cool story. Um, the FDA makes us say if you get sprinkled with Ganoderma, that doesn't mean you're going to get Magneto powers. Um, but mm-hmm. you probably could. I but mean. you can. It's happened. There's historical precedents. So yeah. mm-hmm. in every it's, it's war, not it's not something that you can't claim. Derma. It's 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 the government's biggest secret. In every war, they use Ganoderma. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to be a weapon. It's supposed to be a peace, like a, a weapon of peace. It's called Agent like. Red. 
The agent in red. (laughs) (laughs) Remember all those World War II propaganda like films of the agent in red and his bright red suit. <laughs> he was walking around and he was kind of just, it was like a metaphor for uh, Ganonderma. And he would just like walk into a room and uh, you know, just kind of like bring two si- opposite sides together. Kind of like what happened at the end of world war two when everybody kind of just was like, what were we thinking? You know, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we all kind of just yeah, reached across the aisle and shook hands. Mm-hmm. A big oopsie. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> You know, everybody did some fucked up things, and it's okay, you know, because Ganoderma brings us together. Mm -hmm. Something to think about. So true. It was really big of Hitler when he said, my bad, you know? (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) I goofed goofed this one up, huh? (laughs) Dope. So yeah. few people know that uh, Homer Simpson's famous quote is actually from uh, Hitler when he when he realized he messed up. He's German. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so I I teased this last clip. Um, this one kind of rocks. This is really good uh, for the Alex Arbor fans out there. You're gonna appreciate this one. Here we go. Yeah, and it just oh, ends like wow. that. That's how the <laughs> song ends. I don't know. I get so mad at you for cutting it off, but now I realize it's an artistic choice. I love it. <laughs> yeah. It was like just as you started to think, is this Charlie Brown or something? And then it just stops. Uh, and then it zooms out, and it's a guy playing ragtime in a Wild West saloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it lets you know DXN isn't just about hymns and stuff, they know how to cut loose and have fun, too. I've never had more fun than when I've been on Ganoderma. <laughs> yeah. I like the part where it says, don't look left, don't look right. Kind of keep your blinders on and look straight <laughs> into DXN. Yeah. Kind of just like, if anybody's telling you, hey, I don't know about that stuff. It sounds, uh, you know, just don't look left. That guy's on your left. If, if there's a guy on your right going, buddy, that's a whole bunch of BS and it ain't shit. You ain't going to do nothing. You're just freaking eating freaking mushroom powder bro you're not gonna fix yourself don't look right and you just got that dxn straight the corporation dxn in front of you just like straight at them and say hello to freedom and that and is then, and look then you look to the left to the right and say see you at the top and then <laughs> you say never mind because you're freaking not believers and that is enforced a little bit by usually your first week of being in the in the dxn family is a ludovico technique where you know from Clockwork Orange, where they keep your eyeballs open and show you a movie of it's not a movie. It just says DXN, and they play all these songs and all these <laughs> hymnals, and just just it's it's really a detox of your brain. Now, Lou DeVigo, what is he? Is he a singer or what does he do? Uh, he's a, ca- a character in Clockwork Agent Orange. <laughs> okay. <laughs> And how do you spell his name? 
L-U-D-I-V-I-G-O. It's not, I'm not getting anything. I'm looking, I'm trying to, I don't know who this guy is. When you say Lou DeVigo, it sounds like, it sounds like you're making shit up really, Tim. (laughs) No, it's right here. L-U-D-O-V-I-C-O. I was so close. Same thing. Oh, oh. Ludovico. Oh, of course. Jeez. The Italian pianist. <clears throat> I mean, they do pry your eyelids open, but you're drinking so much Ganoderma coffee, you barely need it because you're um, wired. That the whole cold time. brew keeps me up for days. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> good. It is? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't have it. <laughs> no? Nah, man. You don't want to see me on Cold Brew, man. I'm like the Hulk. I'm like a Lara. Oh man. Oh, well, I, I, I kind of do want to see. Yeah, it. that that'd be that. That's interesting. Maybe we can get you to do some of the the stunts, the stunt work on the Alara. <laughs> I know. I know. I said we weren't going to talk about the Orville this week, but let's talk about some of these babes on the Orville, you guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> Finally, the boys' night content I've been looking for. Okay, here's a little thought experiment I like to do: is uh-huh. just pretend it's going to seem like absolutely impossible, but pretend you know nothing about Kelly, right? <laughs> just pretend you know nothing. I know where you're going. Um, who's Kelly? Okay, <laughs> okay, <laughs> he's ready. He's good. At okay, this. now check out this hot babe in this in this planetary union suit. You see her? What okay. are you thinking? Okay. She's kind of she's kind of hot. There's uh, some definite curves. Uh-huh. She's like got a, a friggin' little, uh, uh, like a roller coaster. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm like I'm trying to picture her and then my I'm closing my eyes and I'm just seeing her with Scott Grimes and uh, I'm only looking at him in my mind. Yeah, <laughs> um I yeah. Would, I, would, I would love to be at the foot of their bed. And then just kind of like poke up and just kind of lift the top of the, just like the feet area of the blanket, you know, kind of just, just stare at Scott's feet for a bit. Mm. Yeah. Then kind of recover them just so they don't get too cold. Slide back down under the, the edge of the bed where I wait. I, uh, hey, don't get me wrong. Like I love babes. But the Orville is more of a hunk show for me than a babe show. Yeah, it true, it truly is. Mm-hmm. And with Will Smith coming in season two, forget <laughs> about it. You know, my eyes are going to be like, woo, woo, woo. Mm-hmm. I don't care for him. Um, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, he made your point. I mean, it's we... funny. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you don't actually hate him. I get it. <laughs> Wait, you were, you a, were kidding? Just, we're right? talking about the same Will Smith. We're talking about the same Will Smith that was in Bright. Okay. <laughs> oh, don't get Kevin started on Bright. He didn't like it as much. He read the script and he loved the script so much, uh-huh. but he thought the suits at Netflix really fucked it up, and he blames Will Smith for it. Don't you, Kevin? Well, it's like when you have, uh, you know, you look at a network like Fox, and they have all this technology for not technology. Sorry. Well, I guess it's kind of like tech, but it's uh, this makeup technology where they. <laughs> put like all these prosthetics on you and you make you look like a real Mocklin or make you look like a real 
What's Alara? Uh, they make you look Slayin. like a real Salayan. They make you look like a very good, right? They make you look like a real Salayan. And then you watch Bright, and it's uh, this guy's wearing like fucking like ha- Halloween City kind of freaking uh, Lord of the Ring mask or whatever, you know? Totally. I mean, Elf- there's there's no way for you to. I'm sorry, Kev. I cut you off. The elf's got pointy paper ears. Ah, that's what I thought you were going to say. Yeah. (laughs) Damn. But, I mean, there's just no way that you can reach the technical makeup achievement of someone like a Bordis with... I mean, that that is the pinnacle of realistic-looking makeup um, (laughs) uh, theatrical effects. I mean, you'll never be able to produce that again. So I think taking points away from Bright is just kind of... uh, you know, you're just kind of getting at some low-hanging fruit there, Kev. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. think that's a good thing to take points away from Bright. Well, if they didn't have the ability to create that kind of prosthetics and make it believable, then they shouldn't have changed the script from where originally it was just the orcs were black people and <laughs> the and the elves were Jewish people. You know, they should have just left that like that then. I think there's a nice middle ground here. They just have to remake Bright. But starring Bordis, and it's called Bort. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's gonna be happy. Oh, man. I would actually watch that. <laughs> hey, are we gonna talk about uh, the Comic Con at all in this episode? Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, I, I I didn't bring because it up, but we I mean we could talk about it. I didn't well, read. It. I don't have the clips. There's just one section where this uh, little little girl, like she's maybe like eight or something, she asks Bordis a question. She's like, hey, Bordis, um, so we saw in the episode, whatever, that you like to eat stuff. Is there going to be you eating anything in the next episode? And you look at Bordis's eyes and he's thinking about talking about the thing that nobody likes, you know, the oh, thing that yeah. people mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh-huh. Bordis, it's a little girl. Don't <laughs> say it. Don't say it. And he dances around it. He's like, oh, yeah, maybe I'll leave some paper, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, just, you know, if you have the clip uh, at home, watch it, look in his eyes, see the way he looks at Klikon, and just know that he's thinking about eating that booty. <laughs> Yeah, earlier when we were talking about the hot babes of the Orville, I was going to bring up <laughs> Cliven as though, you know, he's <laughs> another one of the hot babes, but um, the moment passed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And came right back around. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was glad we got to circle back around. This too. magic moment. Was that good? Yeah, that was that beautiful. Was I loved that. I, honestly, I loved that. <laughs> Kev, do it again. This magic moment. Oh my god, it's better the second time. Even better because you know it's coming. You'll shut up and listen this time. You you pick up on things you didn't hear the first time. Ah, man. Layers. Can I try it, Kev? Sure. This magic moment. And that might have been uh, better than mine. No, come on. Come on, you're just being nice. I mean, I kind of thought of that idea and that melody and everything. I came up with the words, but you did a pretty good rendition. Well, I will I'm say. just paying homage to the original. Yeah, you know, salute to the greats, you know, that came before us. <laughs> yeah. That's beautiful. Ludovico's. <laughs> <laughs> 
The Lou right. Vegas. <laughs> hey guys, it's this magic moment. Oh, that's pretty uh, cool. This is uh President Obama? No. I, I'm back in the, the control tower. <laughs> what were you going to say the first the time? The first time Obama? you didn't I, tell I, us, Obama. You got I was, was going to say, this is a magic moment. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. ahead of his time. Oh, yes. Wow. <laughs> He's always going to be looked now, back on more fun. Remember when Obama sang? Now I feel like a poser because I thought I came up with that, but apparently <laughs> Obama was waiting to say that the whole time. That's crazy. Uh, honestly, uh, let me I make kept... this clear. Um, I did not think of that. I, I didn't have anything to say earlier, and uh, I, I just wanted to say because it seemed like you guys were having a lot, really good time, saying this magic moment. Ah, oh, President Obama, get out of here! Wow, man. honest. That man. was scary when he was trapped in that uh, <laughs> control tower for three weeks. And Elon Musk tried to get him out. And... <laughs> He was like, maybe we could build a, a a little plane and fly into the seams of the glass. And we were like, that's a terrible Elon Musk impression. But then he, <laughs> then he, wait, we have to finish. Then he redeemed himself by finally calling that random diver a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> we Someone like, had to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I had a video where I did uh, an impression of that guy, uh, but I never sent it to anybody because I was like, it was like, hi, my name's Vern Unsworth, and I'm a, and I'm a, I've been a pedophile cave diving for over forty years. <laughs> what me and me, it's, it's me and a group of over five hundred different uh, pedophile cave divers, and what we do is we we look for cave systems all over the world. We travel hour-long journeys to do tough uh, underwater terrain. It's nearly uh, no visibility. And uh, could, if you could just imagine the sheer joy on our faces when we popped up on the other side, and there there was 13 boys. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, the coach was there, uh, made things difficult. We tried to get him out first. Um, <laughs> but he said it was his duty to stay with the boys. We looked at each other and oh, Jesus Christ, this fucking guy. You know, but, um, uh, you know eventually that... that fucking piece of shit elon came around and uh you know kind of kind of brought too much uh attention to the situation and uh yeah so no one will ever hear that impression oh uh, that's too bad that's a shame it's so that's really good yeah Thanks, man. was that a yeah. news clip you were playing <laughs> yeah <that was. laughs> when, when do you do the impression <laughs> <laughs> that's funny man uh i don't know we all a bit know. twisted <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's the Ganoderma song. <laughs> um, One of the Ganoderma songs. Right, yeah. And there's many more to come, I'm sure. This now, uh, magic mushroom. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> uh, okay. That's good. Uh, and we've been going for like an hour and a half now. <laughs> Do we still have time to talk about uh, Tim's stuff that we wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think so. Okay, just, cool. You should, you should this know. is Boys Night exclusives. Oh, right. Just Joe, I feel like we, out of fairness, we need to tell you that, like, once you think you're done, there's like 38 <laughs> more minutes of like reading reviews and then tweets. And there's and other se- I forgot. And yeah, there is other segments. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I'm up for it. 
Yeah, I got. I'm here. So Joe, t- or not Joe? Yeah, I mean Joe. Yeah, you can tell us about some stuff if you want. But sure, yeah, um, I've got a lot of stuff planned. <laughs> <laughs> but I was thinking, actually, I would get with Tim about some stuff he was telling me about earlier this week, and uh, Miranda hated it. She said, "No, I don't want to do an episode about this." No, thank you. Uh, I only want to talk about the Oroville because I love the show so much. Um, but I said, Tim, let's sneak in an episode where we talk about the stuff. Uh, so, Tim, tell me. Yeah, so it's like, sorry, I thought there was going to be another word. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm out. So, guys, it's like, Rand's out, the chains are off, we're getting real, we're getting into like, like the real, like, honestly, that last segment, it was pretty good. We can all admit it was pretty good. But mm-hmm. it's time to get real okay yeah. so you all know jordan maxwell like his famous youtuber and stuff mm-hmm. um yeah like we're gonna talk about this stuff you know like some of this stuff that's going on that we're not talking about so anyway i went to this 5d events.com and then uh basically it like opened my mind have you guys seen this it's like it's all this yeah. stuff that no one's talking about it's like mm. um ascension Okay, mm-hmm. who's talking about Ascension anymore? Mm-hmm. And yet here, Aurora Buchanan has a, this talk on Ascension. And I'm like, you, you guys got to tell me what you think about this because I'm out of words. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was more, uh, it, it's kind of crazy how like how much Ascension actually ties in with longevity, energy healing and free energy. Uh, totally. uh, things, like, <laughs> things like quantum consciousness or quantum like- healing. The five roots of it all, you know? Yeah, yeah. What, we'll just go over the five roots because I think that's like one of the introductories into the 5D uh, event. Yeah, so it's well, what we said. It was um, uh, Ascension, um, Bitcoin, Tall White ET. <laughs> Arcturians. And Longevity. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's like your basis. Well, that's putting aside the space-time continuum, which opens up wormholes and time travel, alternate realities, etc. So oh, alternate those... realities. I mean, we could do a whole a whole podcast series on alternate realities. Oh yeah, yeah. Mandela <laughs> effect. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, Mandela effect. Like he died <laughs> in prison. Mm-hmm. That's what I was told. And then, I, little do I know, I go to the bookstore, and there I see a whole book about him living, you know, getting out after he's out of prison. Um, it's, it's a real Goldilocks uh, bears kind of situation. I think you mean the Berenstein bears. Yes. Well, they used to when be the I Goldilocks. Was a kid, they no, they, the well, now they're the Goldilocks. Yeah. Now they're the Goldilocks bears. I, but. I know. And <laughs> uh, we, can, we can go <laughs> on and on about this. Well, just the thing uh, is the thing that no one's talking about, that no one's talking about business networking. Oh, finally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just get into it. Can we just get into business networking, please? Yes. Yeah. So, so I was talking. I went, yes. Greg, I was going to say this story, but you you tell her so much better. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, the other day, me and Joe, we were out to lunch with uh, Dr. Babak Kitab, and we were talking about business and spirituality and networking. And, um, you know, Dr. Babak, he said to me, Greggy, one world, one market. I said, I already know all about that shit. Shut the fuck up. I'm like the king of this shit. <laughs> and, uh, 
<laughs> he got angry at me, but then but he's gonna at the remember end, you. We got we got we started talking about like ET disclosure and stuff. And uh what I think is the government should really let us know all about what really happened with the tall white ETs. Yeah. And I'm tired of people saying that it was just basketball players. Uh, some people even say it was Dr. Todd Ovocates uh, <laughs> in, in his uh, tall white ET disguise because he's one of the, uh, you know, he's he received his MD from Johns Hopkins and his specialty is training in tall white ET hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people say, because he invented the specialty that he is the one posing for the pictures as tall white ET laying in the snow, all these things like that. Uh, but it's not true because uh, I think it was um, Dr. David Allen Steenblock who was with him on one of their expeditions who spotted a tall white ET himself. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and he Steenblock has a picture is, of it. Yeah. He has a picture of it. And a lot of people say it's just Yao Ming, but, <laughs> and they say but how many Yao Ming's are there there's only one and how many pictures have we seen of tall white ETs thousands, thousands. I can't, he can't be in the only pictures I've seen of Yao Ming he's on a basketball court yeah let's not let's not let's uh, dissuade people of the delusion that there's only one tall white ET because um, you see pictures of you see some kind of even short white ETs you know yeah He's not even that tall. That's crazy. Um, so it can be Yao Ming. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, if Dr. Kevin O'Brien, alien expert, tells you it's a tall white ET, it's a tall white ET. <laughs> uh-huh. And Gary Barnes will agree with me on that one. Well, of course. I, I remember... Uh, I t- <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I, was just, I was just scrolling through. You can cut this part. I was just scrolling through. And uh, Gary Barnes, and it says like you know his little, like his little spiel, and then his lecture is how a beaver saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah, I can relate to that, you know. Because Gary, because we all know. Okay, so like, so Gary Barnes, he was. You, we've all been. Well, I know Tim went to his lecture, how a beaver saved my life. Of course, and he and he will tell you he was out Bitcoin. with the two other. Yeah, it was with Bitcoin, and because the Tallway ET was trying to steal his Bitcoin, and a beeper <laughs> saved his life. If I could just interject for a second, because it's boys' night, and hey, boys, a beaver <laughs> saved my life a couple times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Okay. You were in a spiral or something? Were you caught what? in a tree? No. It... Yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. No, it's so to speak. It's a pussy. <laughs> okay. What? Oh. All right. We're getting to that eighth grade stuff I didn't like. <laughs> oh. Sorry, guys. I was uh, trying to fit in. And no, this I, is a boy issue. Me actually. I remember I took my friend there who I like. I thought was sort of woke on this stuff, and he was saying like, "Wait a second. Hey, like, wait a second. Uh-oh. Sorry, I just got an echo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I he was like, "Hey guys, wait a second. Samuel Kiwatts is doing a talk on alternate timelines, and then later in the day, Doctor Nick Delgado is doing a talk on alternate realities. Isn't that the same thing?" And you're probably also <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like, are you serious? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I was oh. like, who asked you that? It was my friend. Uh, Bryce. Yeah. Rice. Uh, Bryce. Rice. Br- Bryce Rice. Yeah. I, look, here. Rice, Tim. If you get a bag of rice, you got thousands of friends, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> if you have a small enough pen, you draw faces mm. on them and then talk to them. Like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One time at Quincy Market, I bought a, a kernel of rice with my name on it. Mm-hmm. Do you still have it? No, but honestly, it's not my fault. It's all the it's the United Nations Agenda Twenty One that did it. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> How long did the kernel serve? <laughs> okay. You didn't say your friend Rice was a kernel. Of course he is. Where do you think he got the nickname Rice? oh man so you were saying about united nation agenda 21 oh yeah so i I mean we all know like i don't even have to say what it is we all know what it is un agenda 21 they're trying to cover it up it's this like new world order type thing where it's like plasma technology in space all over again basically Mm -hmm. yeah tell them here tell them a race you know (laughs) Yeah, and then they have this whole thing about free energy, and they're like, basically, they were what they were saying is my rice kernel friend, not the the one that was actually a kernel, not oh geez, this, I'm caught up in my <laughs> words now. The one I got in Quincy Market, that basically they were saying, um, we were projecting a soul onto him, and then we were violating the laws of no free energy because we were creating uh-huh. energy. Mm. And how many times have we heard that before? <laughs> I mean, if if I had a kernel of rice mm. for every time. I take those kind of warnings as like, you know, when you go to the beach and they're like, don't start a bonfire kind of thing. And you're like, well, I'm going to start a bonfire anyway. It's because um, you told me not to. Yeah, it's like, well, one, because you told me not to. Two, because you see me with all this wood and all this kerosene, you know, so it makes sense. That's what I'm going to do. Um I'm already there with all the stuff, with all my friends planning to start a bonfire. Basically, when the guy tells me don't do it, I'm like, okay, you're saying like, you just have to tell me don't do it because it's your job, but you're not going to bust me. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's all about longevity and also longevity. (laughs) Well, the thing is, all these (laughs) cops, they're just trying to keep you down. They're trying to keep you within your corporeal being you know Mm -hmm. Um, Uh, i was on the phone with uh, dr nick weiger the other day and he said the discoveries of the deep state um, regarding awareness consciousness and control they're now in the way of reaching our purposes as created beings you know Um, the real story in his research he was saying dr nick weiger uh, was not about controlling the mind but rather suppressing our latent capacities as divinely created beings by God above Dr. Lim himself Um, unleashing the potential of humankind is our only purpose starting with ourselves in this very moment Mm. Mm. and you do that with Bitcoin (laughs) (laughs) yeah actually uh, I kind of talk like I was there a lot but uh, I missed most of the first day because I showed up again with Colonel Rice and I tried to get in, and they said, no, the dress code is dressy casual, and they wouldn't let me in. Can you believe yeah. this? And you yeah. were in your full military fatigues. So. Yeah. We're talking about yeah. quantum healing, and they're talking about dressy casual. I was like, seriously. 
I'm here to heal my body and soul in three days. Now you're telling me I only have two and a half days to heal my body and soul. It's on you. I told him that. I looked him in the eye and I said, this is on you. Wow. Yeah. But the basically, balls. oh, yeah. Oh, I said, it's all on you. And I was grabbing my balls at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then kind of doing that thing where you like, kind of like get up for a second on your toes and you like pull mm. up on your balls. Mm-hmm. Like, this, on, this is on you, man. Yeah, man. High toes gripping up a little. Just gripping your testicles and your, you know, three inches of protruding penis. <laughs> oh, totally. And then I just started kicking him in the shins. Just as yeah. hard and fast as I could. <laughs> but basically, it's just all about, like, you know, how to build a better future with star seeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really well, some say, thesis. Some say that, that we are the star seeds. We are the, uh, the stuff that's – we are the wood that makes the Montauk chair. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my oh, God. Yeah. We are the cushion that's sitting on the Montauk chair, you know? Mm-hmm. We're the we're the felt uh not don't scratch the floor thingies at the bottom yeah. of the Montauk chair. Yes, the tennis balls. Yeah. We're and, the uh, termites eating the inside of the Montauk chair. And that's mm-hmm. actually a scary uh thought. Yeah. Um actually that's the bad guys are that. We're yeah. we're good. We're the good ones. Yeah, we like the Montauk chair, I think. (laughs) (laughs) We have to defend it. And then the bug spray is Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. The Mm. anti-termite. So basically it was a good trip I had, and that's pretty much it. (laughs) Oh, okay. It's it's cool that you were able to go because it's like we, the the rest of us kind of know these guys and we're always talking to like John Thorpe. Like on the phone and stuff, but you went to the the thing. That was cool. So did, did they did they like comp you in or something? Since you know all these guys, Tim. Uh, no, they made me pay. Oh well, that's okay. I mean, it, it's kind of cool when you go to see your friends to actually pay for a ticket. It's like support well, your friends. Y- yeah, and then um, I was with my friend Dr. Jeffrey Benton, and then his <laughs> wife, Dr. Kathy Forty, and they were like. Oh, we're running late. We have to get in. We forgot to buy tickets, and then I ended up buying them tickets too. So mm. <laughs> it was actually a few thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, they're like, "Oh, we'll Venmo you. We'll Venmo you." And turns out they don't even have an account because mm. tall white ATs, right? Well, but you can rest kind of like easy knowing that that money, you know, is going to um, Saeed David Farman, uh, the director, Five D Offense, and the founder of the New Humanity Movement. Which um, some people say kind of contradicts what Doctor Lim is is um, kind of working towards because because we are in the I'm I'm a firm believer in one world one market and when I hear new humanity movement it's just not the same words and that kind of like throws me off a little so maybe they are the same thing I don't know if anybody knows it's two sides of the same coin I think okay. the same Bitcoin. 
Does Bitcoin have two sides? Can you flip a Bitcoin? I mean, what are they? Okay, Bitcoin's a new currency. What are you, okay, well, here we are starting the Super Bowl. Uh, we're going to flip the Bitcoin. <laughs> and and uh, no, but it's a really good uh, kind of um, currency. I support it. But when I think about the Super Bowl, that's the only part that I don't understand. I just, I mean, at that point, you just have to think that by the time Bitcoin finally takes over in two or three years, that it's just going to, we'll have tokenized the NFL by that point. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's, it's all going to be one big blockchain and mm-hmm. then it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Gosh, what if, I can't, what would you do if the players started kneeling during the <laughs> DXN hymn? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I don't even want to think about that because well, I think, I think it, if they replace the anthem with the DXM hymn, people won't kneel because there's no way that you can ever even imagine disrespecting something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So that's the way to solve the problems. I think. And I think it'll probably fix what they're protesting too. That's it. I mean, it's creating a worldwide family. Mm-hmm. There's no simpler way. Yeah, if the cops were drinking Ganoderma coffee, they wouldn't be doing all this bad stuff they're doing. Ganoderma coffee and donuts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, yeah, can I have a Ganoderma cream uh, donut, please? <laughs> or uh, maybe a uh, Ganoderma glaze donut. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Can I have a Ganoderma bear claw? <laughs> These are good riffs. Can I have a plain Ganoderma donut, please? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what cops like. <laughs> I tell you, if some of these cops were on this Ganoderma stuff, like I don't think say i don't think any of this stuff would be happening right now mm-hmm. they, would, they would tolerate right. you know well because yeah. it would give them good powers to be able to stop all the criminals so they would just stop all the criminals all at once and then there would be no more crime from then on no more pre-crime either <laughs> and then finally we would have our quantum transcendental transformation shift and ascension yeah it really is a two-step phase. Ah, <laughs> uh, so anybody on Twitter? <laughs> I've got some. I've got some uh, tweets I, I saw. Do we want to talk about those? Sure. Is that the next Yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay. okay. First of all, my first one came from the dreaded Planetary Union Network at Planetary Ugh. underscore Union. I'm telling you the name, their their Twitter name, so you can block them. Um, so just type in at Planetary underscore Union and block them. Um, but they've got this bad tweet where they say, breaking communication. Sorry, funny mood this morning. That's their idea of a joke, you guys. Um, but Stupid. anyway, they continue. They ha, say, ha, ha. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty good, but not that good. <laughs> they say, so, we have some news. 
you saw a few days ago that we'll be having a bit of a contest. Well, the prizes are going to progressively go from that's really cool to, oh my God, what? Tell your friends. Uh, yeah, if your prizes are so good, why don't you say what the prizes are? It's a fake contest. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're criminals. Yes. They're just trying to get more followers and more support. There's nothing coming, sweetie. <laughs> don't think we don't know what you're doing. You saw the Orville Cash giveaway. Yeah, and you exactly. said, oh, wait, we're actually broke and don't have jobs because we're fucking dumb. And no one will <laughs> hire us. And... <laughs> so we can't do a cash giveaway. So let's just, uh, he's probably in his house like, oh, God, I have um, this shit that I just shit out. Uh, can I give that away? Uh, that's all I have, just the shit in my Dude, hand. That's exactly <laughs> what he's like. <laughs> he's just sitting there with a turd log in his hand trying to give and it away. And he would give it away because that would qualify as, oh, my God, what? Right, exactly. <laughs> no, but our contest was legitimate. Mm-hmm. It's just a Scott Grimes won. It's not our fault that he didn't try to claim his prize of what? What was the prize? Eight bucks? Uh, I think it was upwards of seven. Yeah, so probably around eight. <laughs> and it's not our fault Scott Grimes didn't take it, but it was a legit contest. Mm-hmm. And he won fair and square. I don't know why. I don't know why he would. Okay, the rules of the contest were: you had to either retweet or like the post. Or be Scott Grimes. Okay? <laughs> so if you don't want to win, it'll be Scott Grimes. Okay? Yeah, no one's forcing uh, him to be Scott Grimes. That we know of. Okay? I don't know. Could be. And it was an interesting how tall, have you. Tall white ET right behind him. <laughs> <laughs> be Scott Grimes. You never know. It was interesting when you had a contest, Kevin, and you gave people very clear instructions of what the rules to the contest were. Um, whereas with Planetary Union podcast, they just say um, we're having a bit of a contest, and they 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 don't say anything about what the contest is a bit or of anything. A yeah, like what is this contest? I may have already won, and I don't want to. I don't want any of your shit. Mm-hmm. Planetary Union Network. A bit of a contest. That sounds so dumb. <clears throat> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah. So. Oh, well, okay, so if I won the contest and I get to choose the prize and I can choose that you stop doing your podcast and um, you redirect all your listeners to listen to the officially Orville podcast instead, which is what you would do if you had one fucking honorable bone in your fucking body, you piece of mm-hmm. shit. That's what you would do anyway. But if that's what the prize is, then okay, yes, I will take the prize. Yeah, you know what the bones they don't have? Uh, the whole fucking spinal section, okay? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Dude. Yes. Remember Mike Tyson? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He said, and he said, I uh, think so. He said, uh, Mike, what seems to be the problem? You said your, your back's hurting? It's, I broke it. I broke my back. What, what do you mean you broke your back? Is it like a vertebra spinal? <laughs> and you can cut this out. That's just a fun. Uh, I fun, do remember that video. It's just a fun Tyson memory. And I like That's to great. Mm-hmm. That's great. <laughs> hey, he sounds a lot like Jay Leno, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. <laughs> 
here's a conversation between Mike Tyson and Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, how's it going over there, Mike? Uh, it's going pretty good. How are you doing, Jay? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good. I got some cards. Do you ever punch anybody? Oh, not in a while. Okay, bye. <laughs> Was that a clip from the show? Oh, wait, sorry. There's more. Uh, <laughs> oh, the one thing we can't agree on is that Tim got to get the golden ori. Sorry, guys. Oh. It's in the tapes. You oh, know? wow. It's in the tapes. Fuck. Jeez. Um, wow. <laughs> this sucks. <laughs> it's a tough break for you, Kev. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm hoping maybe I can find some clips. I'm looking through my clip section. <laughs> okay, so at Scott Grimes, uh, We've got a picture of Scott in the cockpit of a plane, and he says, this one, uh, this one seems harder to drive than at the Orville, hashtag the Orville, um, which is, yeah, I mean, probably it does look like really difficult to fly. Um, it, it kind of made me think of that guy that, you know, stole the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think that was Scott Grimes? Uh, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I hope not. I think, well, Scott is a little bit of an edgy comedian. He's always pushing the envelope. I wonder if he's referencing that with this tweet. Uh, I think he's kind of letting the world know that it was him, that he's like the <laughs> the Banksy of this. The plain Banksy. Okay. <laughs> plain Banksy. Hashtag plain Banksy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like he was doing a voice or whatever with the air traffic control. I mean, he's really good at voices. Mm, and I'm sure true. that was it's no coincidence that that came out like right after the trailer for uh, or season two of the Orville. And there was one section of the uh, audio it's actually really chilling. Uh, I'll play it right now. <laughs> Jeez, I wish uh, Jay Lee was here uh, help me freaking just joke around here while I'm at the helm. Uh and he could be drinking soda, and I could be drinking a beer. And, uh, well, uh, I hope you guys watch the Orville. Um, if you've gone this far in the audio, you probably figured out it was me by now. Uh, uh, gonna do a barrel roll. <laughs> I hope Kevin gets the gold, Murray, and uh, goodbye. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Most of the time, the people in your clips forget to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, yeah was pretty cool. that Michael Jordan clip was such a near, <laughs> a near miss. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually really chilling, and it's actually really sad because that guy seemed really troubled. But luckily, it was just Scott Grimes doing a prank. <laughs> so, Nobody has to feel bad about joking about it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's all the tweets I had. Did anybody else find a tweet this week? Hold on, I'm sure I tweeted some funny stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Go ahead. Uh, let's see. So, uh, what else do we do? We do the voicemails. Uh, it's very easy to call into the official The Orville podcast. You just get out your little phone and you pull open the dial pad, and you type in there, 775-285-6224, Splat Job AI. You don't have to do both. It's one or the other. 
Um, and you call that and you say, Hi, my name is, uh, you know, some fucking idiot. I wanted to leave a voicemail for Miranda and the crew. I love you, Gold Nori. You say all that stuff and that's all you have to do. Then you hang up. That's, it's as easy as that. Um, I, I guess I assumed that the reason people aren't calling is because they don't know how to do a voicemail. Um, so just listen to that part of the podcast again and you'll know and you can leave a voicemail like these people have. Uh, I got two voicemails this week. Let's hear this first one. I, uh, my, my name is Madison. I just wanted to give a shout out to Miranda and the crew on the official Nashville fan podcast. Just love, I love that film. One of my favorite Altman flicks. And I'm just really glad that y'all are out there every week. Just appreciating it. Um, anyway, just, uh, Wanted to send my love, nominate Miranda for the Golden Nashy. Um, yeah, yeah, just keep on keeping it up. Keep on keeping it real. Keep on keeping it live. Peace. Okay, Madison. <sighs> I don't think he said he loved us. Mm-mm. He was breaking a lot of rules in that one. He seemed a little confused about what the podcast is. Like, yes, we all love Robert Altman's Nashville. That is our favorite movie. Yes. Of course. We're not doing a podcast about that. We're doing a podcast about the Orville. I hope Madison dies. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that eighth grade girl gets to him. (laughs) Don't disrespect the Orville like this. Man, I just Googled. uh, He said his name was Madison, but I just assume... (laughs) His first name was Michael, and you would think, no, not the actor Michael Madsen, but there's a guy named Michael Madison, and I'm reading it right here. Like, I don't want to be accused of uh, slander or anything, but I'm just going to read the Wikipedia. Michael Madsen is an American serial killer from East Cleveland, Ohio, who committed at least three murders. Folks, I don't know. Do we trust him? I don't think so. <laughs> Sounds no. <laughs> And honestly, like, okay, it's bad to be a serial killer, but it, like, my my dad always taught me be good at what you do. And like, three people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that barely qualifies for serial killer. I think that's the smallest number to be a serial killer. Yeah. Is three murders. <laughs> he's yeah, just like he's just trophy hunting, you know? Unbelievable. It's disgusting, Madison. Mm. Michael Madison. Can we Michael. block? Can we block? Uh, splat job AI from being called from jails. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Michael Madison's kind of like that uncle that went to jail with your dad and gave him, <laughs> gave him a cigarette. And now you have to deal with freaking this guy calling in your podcast all the time. And then he's like, every once in a while at Thanksgiving, he is alone with you for like three minutes on the porch and he always is like, Have you ever seen a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he sees you, he's like, Hey, kid. It's like, come to the porch ASAP. <laughs> he like gives like, you a wink at the, at the line for uh, for the food because you're, you're at like a family reunion or something in a really big house for the porch. And he's like, meet me on the porch. And uh, he always wants then, to meet you somewhere. That's yeah. thing. <laughs> it's never here. It's always so it's just, somewhere else. Tell me here. <laughs> and like, like, like meet me in the attic. Are, and then you he go says, to the attic. He's like, meet me in the basement. <laughs> like, what is and this? And then he turns, nephew, let's go. Uh, let's go cave diving. <laughs> <laughs> then it becomes really indirect and almost like a scavenger hunt. He's like, meet me in the place where dry things become wet. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, geez. 
the like, beach? The, the beach? No. And then he's like, ah. Like, which beach? This town has 10 beaches. No, oh, he's talking about watching the beach and getting wet from seeing Leo. <laughs> <laughs> no, he turned out he, he meant the shower. <laughs> or the t- towel. Oh. <laughs> Meet me inside the towel. Okay. Uh, just because that's like a thing what dries as it becomes wet you know that's what I thought you were kind of trying to say uh, what gets wet as it dries uh, what dries as it gets wet that's what I said uh, I uh, think we're saying the same thing yeah. two, uh, two sides of the same bitcoin again yeah. uh, okay <laughs> but thanks for it's the voicemail the Madison we love you <laughs> Yeah, Michael, take uh, take care of yourself. <laughs> I got another one. Oh, go ahead. No, I just meant like we love him still. Oh, yeah. His family, you know? Yeah. <laughs> We're Italian, you know? <laughs> okay, one take more voice. out. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. Seems racist, maybe. Hey, it's your boy, Lavender. Um, and, you know, I really love Rondo and the whole crew. Um, you know, every day when I turn on my TV, I keep that shit locked. Locked to the Seth Green. I love y'all. Love you, dude. Love you, dude. Love you, dude. All right. Signing off. Lavender, remember, that's at the end of the rainbow. Okay, this is... Oh, I hate that he's so confused because that is a really, really good voicemail. Yeah, Ludovico is just... <laughs> he's not. He's kind of lost a step since he... Uh, he's, maybe he needs to keep his ears open instead of his eyes, huh, Tim? Yeah. Because I don't think he's been listening properly because um, Seth Green... He's involved in some Orville projects, uh, like when Orville made Family Guy and uh, <laughs> all those. Mm, fuzzy American door. Dad. Ted. That Fox interview that we watched. Yeah. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. <laughs> yes, Breaking Bad. The Orville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's good on the Orville. What were uh, they talking Seth about? So, so, it's just a really great call. I, and at first I thought he was confused, but now I think I'm confused. And <laughs> maybe I don't understand. He actually he uh, raises he said, it. Go ahead. Sorry. He said he loved me personally, I think, mm-hmm. like four times. I'm pretty sure those I love you's were to me. He said, I love you, dude. You know, I like to be called dude. And uh, <laughs> you guys are more bros. Uh, that's, that's true. That's true. I can admit that. I assumed he was, you know, turning to each of us and saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mm, But I guess he was just saying it four times together. So I guess I don't like this call as much as I thought I did. Well, if he was turning, then I'm guessing he's, but it's, I can just, listeners, think of this imagery. This guy's on his phone, right? He doesn't see us, but he's just turning around in circles saying, I love you. Very funny imagery. <laughs> the animators have to get on that one. Get on animators. <laughs> Think of that. Just animate that call. Not even what I'm saying right now. Just when he's saying, I love you, dude, have him spinning around. I like when people spin around lately. It's mm. like a cool, funny thing. <laughs> dude. <laughs> he does when, raise a... 
He does raise a good point, though, which is, like, truthfully, how has Seth Green not been on the Orville yet? Yeah. It's like a Mandela effect thing. Oh, right. Mm. I think... I could have sworn. He's the only guy Seth feels threatened by. Truly. Mm. Well, they have the same first name. Yeah. Mm. He's the only comedic mind that can really keep up with him. You know? He's so sharp. It's like keep your enemies closest, you know? And then mm-hmm. when Seth Green broke away and did uh, Robot Chicken, I think that that really shook Seth um, Orville to his core. Yeah. Probably, that's probably the reason he made the Orville. Uh, so just a one-up Robot Chicken. I think that's true. Amen. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm raising my Ganoderma to this. <laughs> mm. Cheers, boys. May the cup overflow. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just get into some boy stuff, please? Uh, finally, I've been waiting. <laughs> boys <laughs> night. Boys night. Okay, when I'm beating my meat, right, brothers? <laughs> I'm smacking that thing. <laughs> yeah, when I'm beating Kevin's meat. Yeah. <laughs> Because Kevin buys like the thickest chicken breasts, and then you you want to cut them real thin. Tender, you know, sweeter meat. Okay, yeah. chicken parm. You need it. You want it, you want it thin in those cutlets. Yeah, or curry. Yeah, for the chicken parm curry. Well, Kev kind of mixes the two together. Like he makes both sauces separately, and then just mixes them. Yeah, it's fusion. It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's the best. I love fusion foods. <laughs> Do you guys ever be like, oh, oh, my balls are stuck to my thigh? I be like that sometimes. Yeah, I do be like that. <laughs> oh, I hate being like that. Mm. It's good to talk uh, about. Yeah. Well, that's Is actually it? why I've, uh, I've been rubbing Ganoderma on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, wondering what you were doing. <laughs> they're so big lately. Yeah, like, dude, they're... I, Healthier. I don't, like, I don't mean much. to be weird, but like your loads are insane lately. If <laughs> <laughs> you notice, there's no kind of like financial burden anymore when I ejaculate. So that's <laughs> I'm not thinking about the next paycheck. Yeah. And it's only one big squirt, but it's huge. <laughs> it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a freaking Bulbasaur shooting out of <laughs> Shooting out of his freaking his yeah. hole on his back, mm-hmm. but it's just my balls shooting out of my penis. <laughs> it makes that noise, right? <laughs> Silent. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying afterwards you you have to blow on the tip of your penis like a smoking gun. <laughs> Yeah, I love boys talk. I love that we can just kind of just. Yeah, this is what I've been waiting for. Just a bro down with my bro night. I love it. Girls don't get it that this is what we talk about when they're not around. Hey, excuse me. I'm on my period. I'm like, <laughs> hey, whoa. No girls allowed tonight, you know? Mm-hmm. That's true. <laughs> oh. Thank God I don't have a period, you know. I don't know if I could take it. What I these women go through. It'd be easy. Mm. <laughs> Craig, you're stronger than you think. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't give yourself enough credit. You're like, you're such a good guy. Thanks. I, I'm really hard on myself. I know that, but I kind of feel like you know, I I expect the most from me of anyone. Yeah. Um. But yeah. then, but then I always feel like I'm letting myself down. You know. Definitely. But I mean, you're just so strong, and I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, Joe. Wow. And wow. Tim, I love you, man. <laughs> I love you too, Joe. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Kev. Yeah. I love you, dude. Uh huh. I love you, bro. This is nice. This is what bro, bro's night is all this about. This is what hey, guys' night. It's all about this. Hey, Joe. Yeah, man. Can you tell Kev that I love him? <laughs> yeah, man. Kev. I'm just good at it, you know. Hey, Kev. Yeah. Tim loves you, dude. Oh. <laughs> well, uh... I got a little message for Tim. Uh, okay, lay, lay it on me. Can you tell him I love him? Yeah, I could do that for you, dude. <laughs> hey, Tim. Yeah, what's up, Joe? You're not going to believe this, man, but Kev loves you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Will, will you tell him that I love him, too? Yeah. <laughs> hey. hey, Kev. Yeah? Kev. What's up? Jive on this, man. I'm listening. Tim loves you, dude. <laughs> what? Yeah. You he said that? Told, yeah, he told me just now. Uh, but did he tell you to tell me? or did He, he told me to tell you. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn, I wanted to cry. <laughs> I don't want to see, like, do you think I should tell him I love him back? I mean, he's never heard it. You got it. Can you tell him for me? Can you tell him that I love him? Yeah. Tim. Uh, oh, man. Hey, Joe. How you been? What's up? Ah, you know, just fucking. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Something really. Yeah, me too. Uh, something really cool just happened, though. <laughs> oh, yeah? What, like a big fart or a big huge dump? No, no. Something something even better. Something something special. <laughs> Oh, uh, dude, like a new... Uh, you got like a Bulbasaur in Pokemon? Nah, it's... It's rarer than that. Oh, Tim, wow. Uh, Meteor shower? I got something to tell you. Yeah? Kev loves you, man. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. I know. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh... I just, I've been going through some stuff lately, and I just, you don't know what it means for me to hear that. You deserve you, this. I mean, thank you so much for passing it on. Can you just do me one huge favor? <laughs> yeah. Anything for you. Oh, my God. You just, you have to tell Kev that I love him back. All right. Tim, Tim. I'm oh, listening. Okay. I, I've been, I was actually listening. Uh, oh, that's so, I mean, that's embarrassing. I, I mean, I meant when I said, I just, I don't know, I, I wouldn't have never... I, I didn't had think the courage to tell you that. Well, I didn't think you were even going to say it. So I was thinking, why did I even come? Uh, but Joe said, trust me. And um, when Joe says, trust me, well, we just kind of go because you trust Joe. And he brought me here. I've been hiding. Trust is transitive, uh, yeah. I've been hiding in there. In the, and you may think of, you were looking at a tall white ET, but it was me. Uh, and <laughs> I was listening and I heard what you said. And I just want to tell 
Joe uh, that <laughs> I need him to tell. I need Joe. I need you to tell Tim that I love him too. I can do that. Okay. Hey, Greggy. Yeah. Don't you love fucking big farts, dude? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> and like boobs and shit. Yeah, boobs are the best. I love them. Um, you know, I'm kind of even like butts, to be honest. Oh my god, you're fucking crazy. Hold on, <laughs> I I'll I'll be right back. I gotta tell okay. Tim something. Hey, Tim. Hey, uh, oh man, Joe, good to see you, man. So, yeah, yeah, I love brats. I just don't. Why I just have, yeah. to, like, I have to tell someone that brats, brews, boobs. Beers. All that, yeah. But um, yeah. do you know what I love? The, yeah. Do you know what I love even more? <laughs> uh, no, man, I have no idea. I love being a messenger, and I'm here with a <laughs> message right now, and it's that Kev loves you, man. Oh my. Oh, all right, guys, it's time, Greggy. This has been a prank. We planned this. We're all yeah. here. Today. Yeah, we actually love you. you. We, we love, love you, you. Love you Greggy. <laughs> I love you, man. Oh, my God. We're Tim's, here for you, dude. We Tim's love you. Favorite prank. He <laughs> said, let's do the first one. I said, no, I don't. Greggy's. He's tired of that. We do the oh, prank wow. where we all tell each other we love each other, but don't tell it to Greggy. And then. So we love you, Greggy. We love you, Greggy. Yeah, we, we do. Well, thank you, guys. I, I love each of you. Um, And I, I'll just tell you. I don't even need Joe to to tell you uh, but i would appreciate it maybe he would after the podcast is over uh, maybe in an email or something for um, sure yeah an e-card that would be good yeah i'll get on like jib jab and <laughs> those funny little videos okay yeah i'm not um so. and the last message i had was uh to lavender um love you too dude thanks for the call uh, but you know what you should do is check out the Orville sometime because it's a great TV show and I think you would like it because um, that thing you said, Lavender, it's at, what's at the end of the rainbow. That's really funny and I think you would appreciate good comedy like in the Orville. Is his name Love Ender? Lavender, like I think I think it's like lavender but with a space in it. Or like uh, Lavender, like the vendor, like the one mm. who's trying to sell us something. Maybe oh. he's. Selling us a, uh, a a bill of goods and it's fraudulent. <laughs> mm. uh, no fake friends. Thank you, Lavender, <laughs> but no thanks. I'm just kidding, man. Uh, you're actually really funny, and uh, I love you. And that was another prank. Mm-hmm. Okay, no more pranks, night. guys. It was boys night. We love the prank, though. <laughs> Okay, well, the, the pranks are over, and the podcast is over, except for one more thing we've got to do, and that is the favorite thing that all listeners love to listen to. It's where we decide who is the Golden Ori, or wins the Golden Ori. <laughs> I am salivating. <laughs> um, so it's hard to choose, because a lot of really good stuff happened this episode. Um, Kevin sang the song. Yeah. That was really good. Um, Joe, well, oh, Joe is not eligible. I'm sorry, Joe. Uh, this was your first time on the show, so you can't win the gold medal. No, Order. I get it. Um, Tim, yep. uh, Tim brought to our attention all of these things out there, all these these new facts, this new information about like quantum physics and bitcoins and ascension and all this stuff. And I yeah, would never have so known well. that without you. <laughs> 
Uh, it was a good list of stuff. <laughs> and it was so good. <laughs> and of course, uh, the the obvious joke answer is that I I just give it to Miranda right now for coming on the show for two seconds earlier. Um, but I can't do that. I can't do that to you guys because this is boys' night. Boys' yeah. night. <laughs> boys' night. <laughs> Oh fuck! I'm gonna come. It's boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, get that thing out of my face! It's boys' night. <laughs> it's a uh, that's a guy at a I don't know maybe a strip club or something. Oh yeah, I can see it. Oh uh, yeah, at a male strip club. So yeah, boy- get that get that out of my face. <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Give me a beer. And a cigarette, and a cigar, and a bourbon, <laughs> and just a couple bros. We don't need to talk. We just need to hang out. And I'm good, man. It's bros' night. Mm. Uh, well, why don't you come on down to the old saloon? It's bros' night, don't you know? <laughs> Hello, golf. I'm here for my afternoon tea and uh, some uh, boys' night. <laughs> my name's Elon Musk. <laughs> and I want to submersible through to have a nice boys' night with some boys. <laughs> oh, let me I be am- clear. <laughs> this is, uh, <laughs> President Barack Obama calling from the control tower, and I just wanted to say it's boys' night. Yay, Peter! <laughs> <laughs> Lois, get out of here. Alpina, it's I made no. some Tostitos. You <laughs> made them? We don't like you. That's <laughs> from scratch. Uh, they, they were I frozen in the box. You looked up the recipe for Tostitos and made it in our <laughs> And they were frozen? The Tostitos? <laughs> Why were the chips in the freezer? Oh, the Tostitos. What? The Tostitos, oh. the pizza rolls. Oh. Everybody's oh. <laughs> Nate. Gentlemen, um, I brought you into this bunker <laughs> in World War II to tell you that it is boys' night. <laughs> Wait. Hey, sexy boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> what does the boys' night? <laughs> no, Mr. Bond. I've brought you here because it's boys' night. <laughs> One good world, bits, good one riffs. boys' night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's sacrilege. All right. Okay, sorry, sorry, I went too far. There is a line. Um, but luckily, here's something. Um, this is a coincidence, actually, because I actually have this week, uh, for the first time ever, I've got three golden horries. Um, wow. <laughs> Yes, what a mother this is, load. This is crazy. Like, usually there's only one and I have to choose and it's really hard. Um, but for Boys Night only, I've got three Golden Ories. And the first recipient is going to be Dr. Kevin O'Brien. Wow. Thank well you. Deserved. Well deserved. Well deserved. I can I'll save, it. I'll save my speech till the end okay. after I get the other two. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, believe it or not, number two is actually going to be going to... The numbers guy, Mr. Temtrees. Wow. Yeah. Well yeah. deserved. Well deserved. Yeah. Earned, earned that. Split I just have decision. a real, real quick speech, uh, but I'll <laughs> save it for the end. Okay. And now the third one, 
Um, I actually listened back to the tape while we were taking our break a little earlier. Um, I actually, on a previous episode, we did have a voicemail <gasps> from a certain <gasps> Mr. Joe McGurl. Oh my God. Making this his second appearance on the podcast. Joe, you get the third Golden Ori this week. Wow. Wow. What a complete honor. I'm just, I'm happy to share it with my my boys that I love. Congrats, Joe. Seriously. Hey, congrats to you guys. I mean, I feel feel like this was a real team effort this week. Hey, Greggy. Yeah. Greggy. Just because it's boys night, the three Mm -hmm. of us, we all pitched in. We got you a golden ori, man. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. Yeah. This yeah, we've been really hanging nice. around at the uh, hanging around at the metal scrap, uh, just waiting for some idiot to actually bring in some gold. And uh, <laughs> yeah, after a couple of weeks, this, this guy walked in with just like a huge piece of gold, and we said, "We'll take it for for you." We've been yeah. going back and forth in the group chat for weeks about it, and we're, <laughs> we're finally. And. It was uh, it was me. I brought the gold. Uh, I actually uh, broke into Miranda's safe and stole one of her gold nori's. So. Yeah, I I would have used my gold, but you know, um, gold is actually the only true um, like currency. And if we are really headed to the state that I think we are headed in in this current like political climate and social climate, then um, I'm pretty sure I need my gold. Uh, well, gold and Bitcoin. Yeah. But, yeah, I oh. don't want a Bitcoin, Ori. No, thank you. And I do need this, Ori. <laughs> yeah. So, congrats. Um, wow. Before I got this, I was going to say I wish I had a fourth golden Ori to give to um, Anastasia Vigo for <laughs> popping in earlier this episode. But now that I've got it in my hands and it's mine, it's like... Ooh, I, I could never give this away for anything. I've got to keep this thing. So thank you, guys. I'm sorry, Anastasia. Um, I apologize. I, I feel bad now, but um, not bad enough to give you my gold nori. Mm. But thank you, though. Seriously, thank you. Yeah, thanks yes, for having thank you. Yeah, thanks for taking Miranda away for us for the day and kind <laughs> of... You know, doing. I know it's going to be hell for you, but uh, you know, just drag her around. You know, kind of take her to Bay Park or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Well, I don't want us to be in too much trouble next episode. Miranda's <laughs> you think Miranda's going to listen to this? No, that's true. <laughs> Not to the end, at least. <laughs> well, she will she go back skip. to the end to yeah. see who got the gold nori. That's what. Oh, that's we should the part she will listen to. We should do a fake end where we give it to her. Uh. Uh, here it's time for the golden ori. Um, I'm gonna give this golden ori to Miranda because she's so good. Uh, here you go. Congrats, Miranda. Hey, wow, oh, good job, Miranda. Yeah, well deserved, Miranda. Way well show, deserved. Way to show up to the podcast for 30 seconds, Miranda. Duh, it was so smart of us to do this, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. the president of the United States. <laughs> Holy shit. Turn it off. We're gonna get so much trouble. Okay, that's it. That's it. Bye, guys.
Good morning to everyone. Say hello. 